Hello and welcome to Tara Talks. I'm your host, Tara Best, business coach, author, and founder and director of Tara Punter PR and Tara Punter Coaching, and basically someone insanely passionate about helping women thrive. We help incredibly skilled and talented business owners just like you unlock your potential, take control of your limiting beliefs, and create a business that you desire and deserve. Are you ready to create a life that far exceeds its expectations? You are going to want to subscribe. And let's dive straight into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Tara Talks. Today we are talking all about the importance of being mindful of the story you tell yourself. Now, I'm not talking about reading yourself a nighttime story. I'm not talking about that, you know, little affirmation you say or the conscious language that you use, the, the things you say to yourself when you're driving or in the kitchen or doing any of these things. I'm talking about that little inner chatter, that little inner story that is running the whole time. That sometimes you have no idea it's there. Sometimes you can keep it at bay. Sometimes you can hear it a little bit and still decide not to follow it or tune into it. But for a, lot, for a lot of people, a lot of the time, this inner story has a way of controlling you. It has a way of keeping you safe. It has a way of keeping you small. And one thing I want to kind of bring up and talk about is how unreal that story is. Now, your mind is made up of two parts. Okay, if you've heard me talk about the mind before, you've heard me talk about this a lot. But it's super important, I think, you understand how the mind works to understand where this story comes from. So your mind is in two parts. You've got the conscious part of your mind, which is about 5%. It's really not much at all. It's the part that decides to set a goal. It's the part that decides what to wear today. It's the part that decides what you want to do. That is the conscious part of your mind. The rest of your mind is the subconscious part of your mind. That's about 95% of your mind. And if you imagine an iceberg, the conscious part is the little bit that sticks out the top of the ocean. The subconscious part is the massive, massive, expansive part underneath the iceberg that is much more powerful than the top. It is much more powerful. It's about a million times more powerful than the conscious mind. Now, The subconscious mind has one primary function, and that is to keep you safe. It's to keep you alive. It's to keep you out of harm's way and out of danger. So often, that gets confused between being unsafe and being comfortable. Because your subconscious mind wants to keep you safe. And the best way that it can keep you safe is by keeping you in the comfort cave. Now, I want you to imagine the comfort cave is comfortable, it's safe, it's warm, it's dry. Maybe it's got a nice armchair. Maybe you've got a pot of tea or a nice coffee. Maybe you've got some tunes. Maybe it just feels, it feels homely. It feels comfortable. It feels safe. It feels like, yeah, you can just put your feet up and relax. Nothing bad happens there. It's safe from the outside world. You know, it's a really lovely place, your comfort cave. What happens with the subconscious mind is it wants to keep you safe. It doesn't like it when you start to do something that makes it feel uncomfortable. The issue is when your mind feels uncomfortable, it can still be safe. And that's what a lot of people don't realise. 
A lot of people feel that when they feel uncomfortable, the subconscious mind rings off these alarms and says, whoa, 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 clacks and clacks and clacks and stop what you're doing. Whoa, this is terrifying. This is not safe. And actually, it's just as you step out of the comfort cave. It's uncomfortable. It's not unsafe. Now, the way that your mind likes to try and keep you safe and keep you protected are by telling you stories. So let's say you have a thought that you want to put yourself out there a little bit more, or you want to launch something on social media, or you want to share a story on social media. Maybe you want to go full time in your business. Maybe you want to just leave your job and start thinking about what your business is. Whatever that is, your subconscious mind is going to hear it and it will think, whoa, this sounds really terrifying. This sounds so scary. That first step out of the comfort cave is the worst. And it will give you all of these inner stories to keep you safe and to keep you behind the doors, the closed doors of your comfort cave. What we have to recognise is when that inner chatter is quite frankly taking the piss. Because it does. It has a right old laugh at our expense quite a lot until we can get to the point where we're keeping it under control. Now, the thing with your subconscious mind is that it will do all it can to keep you safe. So let's say you set a goal in your business and you want to grow your sales. That's the conscious mind that sets the goal. It's always the conscious mind that sets the goal. It is the subconscious mind that will get the goal. However, When you set a goal, you have duality of your thoughts. You have the, oh my God, I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing thought. And then you have the, holy fuck, I don't know if I can do this. I'm terrified. Here's fear. Here's something else. Oh, this sounds so scary. Now, when you have that duality, whichever thought you follow will be backed up by memories. So if you follow the, oh my God, I'm so excited. This is going to be the best thing ever thought. Your subconscious mind files away, go beavering away into the library, and it finds some memories that back up that actually when you're excited and you've got this amazing idea, or you've got this amazing goal, yep, great things happen. And it reminds you of those memories completely subconsciously. The issue happens when you have the, the duality of thoughts, when you set the goal and then you think, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. Who am I to do this? I'm really scared oh my God, this is so scary, this is terrifying. And then the subconscious mind beavers away into the library and it gets out these memories, presses play on the DVD and says, do you remember when you tried something and you really fucked it up and it went so wrong and, you know, everybody laughed at you, you felt really shit, everybody thought that you were ridiculously silly. Do you remember that? Yeah, here's that really bad memory with that really raw emotion. What we need to be super mindful of whenever we're thinking of anything in our business, is what that inner story is doing to us. Because that inner story might be twisted. It might be like Chinese whispers. And each time your mind has told you that story, it's changed slightly. It's got a little bit worse. It's got the most catastrophized ending. And it changes each time. And so often we actually forget what the truthful story is. We actually forget what really happened because it's been moulded and changed so many times in our mind. Now, what we also need to be super mindful of, I mean, there are so many things to be mindful of. This one's a biggie. Your mind is wonderful, 
absolutely wonderful. I absolutely believe that it is either your greatest asset or your most destructive asset. Like, I absolutely believe that to be true. The thing with your mind, however, is it's very fickle and it can be quite basic. Your mind simply believes every single thing you tell it to be true. If you look at the sky and you tell your mind enough that the sky is green, your mind will just believe you and it will be like, okay, the sky is green. If you tell yourself that actually you are living among aliens on this crazy planet, it will just believe you. If you tell yourself that the tea in your mug is actually purple and you tell it enough, it will just believe you. Where this is amazing is because we can start to make sure that the inner story is in line with what we want to bring into our reality. Because if your mind believes everything that you tell it, literally everything, how can we use that to our advantage? How can we start to use this to bring in what we want, to manifest what we want, to to really help us grow? If we also consider that your mind believes everything you tell it, When you have that thought of the goal and then you get the duality of the thoughts and the thought is a negative one that says, you can't do that. Who are you to do that? You're so stupid to think this way. What is everybody else going to think? Your mind will just believe every single thing in that story. Even if your subconscious mind has catastrophized this story specifically to keep you safe. So we've got to start questioning things. We've got to start really thinking about these inner thoughts that are coming up and just really recognizing whether they are the naughty devil on your shoulder or whether it is the naughty subconscious mind or whether it is actually the truth. Because it's when you start to do things that are a little bit scary and you start to step out of your comfort zone and you start to really push yourself, try new things, that is when your subconscious mind is going to go into overdrive because it's like, I do not like this this does not feel good, this does not feel safe, holy Christ, I don't know what's going on, please help, they ring the alarm, oh my God, so many things, it rings the klaxon, it's so much, it is so, so much, so we've got to start questioning these things. The same applies for your limiting beliefs, now we all have limiting beliefs, but here's the thing, they are not your limiting beliefs, It's like if you were, let's say you hired a car. You had a car hire when you went on holiday somewhere and you pick it up and you sign the paperwork, they give you the key, you walk across the parking lot, you go and find the car, you're like, right, this is the one. Got to remember to drive on the other side of the road. Got to remember to change gears. And Okay, got to remember to look the other way on the roundabouts. And you've got all of these things going through your mind. Let's say you never gave that car back. What good do you think that's going to do you? Probably not a lot because you technically now owe the car company a car because you haven't given this car back. You've been driving it. You're no longer insured on it. You're still driving it. Maybe you're getting some parking fines or speeding fines and you've still got the car hire company badgering you chasing you, ringing you, saying, where's our car? We lent you this car 16 years ago. We really could do with it back right now. And you're still there driving it around. 
How do you think you'll feel driving around this car that you should have given back 16 years ago? And I want you to see your limiting beliefs as the same. Your limiting beliefs were formed when you were less than seven years old. That's a fucking long time that you have been holding on to these limiting beliefs. But a lot of a lot of people don't actually think about stepping away from them. A lot of people don't recognise that they can untangle them and start to clear them away and start to remove them, step back. They just keep holding them because it feels safe to have these limiting beliefs. But the limiting beliefs are not yours. They've come down through generation and generation and generation. They were your grandparents, your parents. They've trickled down, trickled down, trickled down like the Chinese whispers. And each time it gets a little bit worse because each time they get catastrophized and made to feel so much worse than they actually are. Again, trickle down, trickle down, trickle down. So those limiting beliefs that you subconsciously formed when you were less than seven years old are not yours. Much like the car that you hired on holiday is not yours. You give it back. You have a period of time that you hire it and then you give it back. I want you to start questioning your limiting beliefs in a similar manner. I want you to start seeing that they have got a time where they are no longer present in your mind. They are no longer welcome in your mind and soul and body. But you have got to decide that. You've got to decide to start questioning these limiting beliefs. You've got to decide to start questioning the inner story that's going on that's linked to your limiting beliefs. You know, maybe you've got this belief that you can't speak your voice because when you were five, you were told that little girls should be seen and not heard. Is that the ultimate truth? No. But it's a limiting belief that you've held on to for so long. It feels safe. It feels part of you. It feels comfortable. It's there. It's always there. And to question that would be uncomfortable. To question that would feel unsafe. To question that would be opening the door of the comfort cave that you've been living in, stepping outside into the broad sunshine and trying something else on. And your subconscious mind is going to ring these alarms, ring these bells and be like, whoa, no, you do not take off this limiting belief. You do not take off this. You do not stop this in a story because this is part of you. And you have got to be stronger than your mind in that instance. And actually, that's where mindset work can really shine. You know, I speak to so many people about mindset work and I'm so passionate about it myself, but it isn't just thinking positively. And it has got so confused over the years and people just think that when you have a good mindset, you can just think positive. No, it is so much more than that. It's having the inner strength and resilience to get through whatever life throws at you. It's being able to hold your power when shit hits the fan. It's being able to be stronger than your strongest excuse, to be able to take any criticism on the chest and be like, fine, that's your that's your judgment, but it's not impacting me. It's finding the good in any, and I mean any situation. And it really is removing those limiting beliefs. It's starting to question the way you've always done things. It's it's starting to question the language that you use on yourself. It's all of these things. Because the story you tell yourself about everything in life will have a massive impact. Whether you're somebody that always says, oh, there's always something, isn't it? 
You know, that's such a common one. Or maybe you say, oh, things always happen to me. They always happen to me. Why do I always get rained on? Why does my washing always get wet when I put it outside? Why am I always the one that gets stuck at the red lights? Why am I always the one that gets stuck in a queue at the supermarket? Those are inner stories that happen in your daily life that aren't necessarily your truth. Because the thing is, your thoughts are manifesting all of the time. Every thought that you have is like a magnet bringing exactly that to you. So if you are going around saying to yourself in your head or out loud, everything always happens to me, doesn't it? Then yes, everything is going to keep happening to you. If you're somebody that says, oh, I'm just ill all of the time, you're going to keep being ill all of the time. If you're somebody that says, oh, tech never works for me, and I used to be this person, tech will never work for you. Even these little things are so minute in terms of a story you tell yourself, but have such a massive impact, massive impact on you, your life, your business, your sales, everything. And I cannot even express how big an impact that inner story has on how you live your life, how you show up, how things work for you. Now, I want you to think for a moment, how would you feel? How would that inner story differ if you already have what you wanted? If things already went the way you wanted them to? If it was already easy? If sales were already easy? If technology was already easy? If you did actually always get the last parking space or have the lights go green, the traffic lights. That inner story would be so different. And I want you to start leaning into that inner story now. Start understanding that you are creating your reality every single second. Start understanding that you are co-creating with the universe. Start understanding that you have control over your mind. It just takes some work to really get control and keep control. Because as soon as you can grasp that, as soon as you can keep control of your mind, magic, and I mean absolute magic, can happen. It really, really can. But it starts with you. Everything starts with you. Everything starts with you. And I even messaged um, one of our clients last week, basically just saying, I know you're ill again. Please be mindful that you aren't telling yourself that you're always ill. Because if you tell yourself you are always ill, you will always manifest an illness. And it might not just be a cold. It might be a lot, lot worse. Because everything, everything responds to your mind. Your body responds to your mind. Your organs respond to your mind. The universe responds to your mind. Everything. Your business. Your business is a reflection of you and your mind. So really start being mindful of the inner story you're telling yourself. Start questioning it. Start really questioning your limiting beliefs that are not your limiting beliefs. And just start to take control of your mind because I promise you, when you can just start to take that control, absolute magic is possible. And if you feel that you would just love a little bit of support in getting control of your mind and starting to make your mind be your greatest asset, as mine is for me, fill in the application form in the show notes below. Let's have a chat. Just see if I might be able to support you. Um, I just want to hear where you're at, give you some pointers, give you some advice. 
little bit of like a mini free coaching session and then we're going to have a chat and just see if I might have something that can support you best. We've got so many offers available coming up. We've got so many amazing opportunities, programs, online courses. There is so much, so, so much I can't even tell you. So fill in the application form. Let's have a little chat. I can give you some pointers, see if we could support you in some way and go from there. But I promise you, when you can have that control of your mind, oh my gosh, that is when you are magnetic, magic, and just full of absolute marvel. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tara Talks. Hugely grateful to every single one of our followers. Um, If you've loved this episode, be sure to share a screenshot on Instagram, tag me at Tara Coaching, and let me know what it is that you loved about today's episode. And I will see you next time for another episode of Tara Talks.